they're close combat. This is... And then you roll the coward dice to... Oh, fuck off. Welcome to episode 36 of... Chart with Carrie Water. AKA the Woke Twat Club. Yep. You've stole my line. Now I've got nothing else to say well, I thought, I thought you were going to wet yourself. <laughs> no, I just hate the bit. We press the intro and it's recorded and then Owen just relentlessly stares at me and then I laugh. That's what happened. Because I can't stand that uncomfortable silence. That's not even uncomfortable. But I can't be silent for more than 10 seconds. You know this is happening every week. Yeah, What's yeah. the saying? If you want peace, prepare for it. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Well, I haven't heard it this week, so... Oh. But it's a weird thing of, you know, when you, you like your attention is drawn to something hmm. and then you can't... Um, everywhere you go. Everywhere you go, you see the thing. Well, ever since we've mentioned the, or we've discussed the, if you want peace, prepare for war quote. Well, that makes me nervous because everywhere I go, I just see so- racists. <laughs> well, exactly. When it's drawn to your attention, it's like when you're like, oh, I'm going to get a new car. Yeah, and then you just see that car. You see that car all the time. It's like that. But obviously they're not increasing because you're imagining it. You're just, your attention has been drawn to it. So shout out to Alex Lewis that saw that quote on a book in a supermarket. Yeah. What is it? Where your attention goes, the energy flows. Uh, that would make sense. Or yeah. something, like, something like that. Yeah. So my attention is fully focused on <laughs> that quote, apparently. Good. Yeah. I actually had a discussion with Alex about it and uh, the, the, why I couldn't get my head around it and how I had to keep applying it. And then he said that there's a different kind of quote that he thinks aligns with it with what i'm saying better than but i can't remember the quote now so <laughs> alex if you could was it all dogs go to heaven it was not or do not talk about that film i've never watched it <sighs> again not an idiot yeah, exactly. I, I um i've started saving internet videos of dogs as a sort of like in case of emergency send to mickey no way yeah. that's hilarious <laughs> i love that happy dog memes oh thank you that's i've so also kind. got i obviously got like you know ones where they die as well just oh to, my god just for balance just if you're having a good time be like okay we need to ground her don't worry i'm just flagging someone <laughs> nature's metal that i'm gonna send to you when you I'm think fine. the world is crushing i'm gonna be like oh here's that dog that almost got eaten by a crocodile don't ever send me that one. <laughs> it's <laughs> Anna, fine. Anna it's... Sent me the one of the hawk with the arrow through it. Have you seen it's that so one? So ridiculous! Oh my god! I just casually standing, like sitting on a power line, like. But it's like it's not even like half dead. It's literally just. You're gonna need there. a bigger um, arrow. Wait, how's we been? <laughs> Fantastic. How's yours? I died in Dungeons and Dragons. Oh my god! What happens? Does that mean your your character's gone forever? But that's how my week started off. So on Monday. <laughs> I love that you're still going on this. In, in there. So, uh, from, have you bought dice now? Yeah, we've got dice. Um, from January. <laughs> have you discovered the there's light year lyrics about? Shut up! Dice? No, I yeah. haven't. Oh my god! All right, well, I know what I'm doing today. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So ever since January, me and Kerry's family have been playing Dungeons and Dragons every week. Um. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Roy's a nightmare. <laughs> Well, it's not. It's just like the cousins and Kerry's auntie, and then Kerry's cousin is the dungeon master. And we're not great at it, to be honest. Like we haven't really fully. So there's a podcast. So if you ever want to of your Dungeons and oh Dragons, oh my god, game. no. <laughs> um, no, there's a podcast called Critical Role where they play Dungeons and Dragons, but they are so 
like good at it from the start. I've like, asked an orc approaches yeah, like, from the south. They're from the start. Like the off. The horns. it's like four hour long episodes. But they are really good at like creating their character storylines. Owen's just doing a full Game of Thrones episode in the background. But they um they're really good at creating their character storylines and like um acting it all out. Obviously we are not very good at that. So um anyway on Monday I died. Who killed you? Please. I'm so... I'm actually furious about it, to be honest. Because... So my character is uh, is an archer, right? So every time we go into battle... Hobbs. Hobbs. Every time we go into battle... Did you... Is that because in Lords of the Rings, you're like, who's the whitest, blondest character? Yeah, Legolas. Go yes. that. Fuck <laughs> off. Right. So when we go into battle situations, I go and like hide, basically. I think they're just called battle. I think when we go into battle, not battle situations. Well, I'm in a bit of a fight situation right now. <laughs> That's probably why you died. I'm always going to start. Guys, guys, can we just... Uh, I'm in a bit of a fight situation, yeah. guys. Um, so I always go up high or I'll go hide oh, okay. so I can get... Like, <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah, so it's a battle situation. So, I, guys, I'm just going to go hide. Um, don't worry. It's a great tactic because I never get damage. So, like, Carrie's character and Reese's character, Carrie's brother, have to, their close combat. This and then you roll the coward dice to... Oh, fuck off. So they're close combat, so they always take damage. So I'm like, right, okay, I'll go around, and then I can just shoot at them. And I do, more often than not, do damage to the thing. Anyway, so on Monday... We are fighting a shadow creature, right? No, set the tone. We need mood music. Okay. I'll edit in some mood, okay, mood music. <laughs> so we're fighting a shadow creature. This thing is really hard to kill. Anyway, I've probably done about, I would say about 50% of the damage is just me shooting from the outskirts. Then the shadow monster disappears. And on the hang next- on, hang on. Let's, I think you need to get, like, I want to I feel like we're there. Listeners, <laughs> close your eyes. <laughs> Right. Set the tone. So the shadow on... No. Oh. The stench of death is oh, in the air. Oh, God. Well, it is. The perilous screams. It is. Of a thousand souls haunt me. And then the shadow I smell, creature... <laughs> I smell the, the, the metallic taste of blood. Yeah. And the shadow creature disappears. The shadow creature disappears. <laughs> then on the next turn, it reappears. No. You've you got to be like... Uh, a, a I'm not very good at story A falls across the battlefield. Well... Yeah. Well, I checked my watch. <laughs> looked at my watch, five minutes has passed. No. So then it reappears and Gethin's like, oh, it's decided to appear next to me. No, I want his name, not Gethin. Dungeon Master. The Dungeon yeah. Master is like... Well, that's, he's just called Dungeon Master. He's just called him the Dungeon Master. Yeah, he doesn't have a name. So tell me, the Dungeon Master yeah. speak. Speaketh. So he's like... Okay, the shadow creature has just reappeared next to Mickey. Well, if he said it like that, I'm disappointed. Come on, do it. <gasps> no, that's what he said. The shadow creature reappeared. No, he was like, um, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, there is music playing in the background and stuff. There's a better scene than, than what I'm saying. And then he's like, right, okay, so the shadow creature has now appeared next to Mickey. Um, roll, so I'm going to roll to see if I hit. So he rolls and he's obviously hit. And I'm like, right, okay. And then he, you have to roll to do damage. His, to, when you roll to hit, he rolled a natural 20. If you play Dungeons and Dragons, a natural 20 is either the best thing that can happen to you or the worst thing that can happen to you. Now, in my instance, 
Geth enrolling a natural 20 was the worst thing that could have happened to me because that means that damage is doubled when he rolls for it. Right, my hit points were 19. Geth enrolled 40. And he was like, I've got no other option than to just decapitate you at this point. I'm sorry, Mickey. So I'm fucking decapitated. So I'm dead. And then everyone else just kills this shadow creature and I'm dead. And then they were like, right, well, we'll figure this out. Gethin was like, don't worry. I've got some sort of like backup in case this happens. Are you playing the Leroy thing? (laughs) It's so good. Um, Yeah, and then... They so they finished the fighting and then I'm just dead on the floor and then they were like well Catherine was like okay I do have a plan like I do have a storyline that will go if someone dies so I don't know if that means I have to start again or if I just can get what do you call it like this is a potion or a spell that can bring me back to life uh, if you are an Apple user you might want to mute your mic for a second hey Siri hey Siri what happens when your character dies in Dungeons and Dragons. When your character dies in Dungeons and Dragons, check it out. How to deal with character death in Dungeons and Dragons. Thank you. Is it a bereavement counselor? Yeah, this is the Samaritans. Thank God. So I'm dead anyway, long story short. They've put my body in the bag of requirement or whatever it's called and I'm dead. At lower levels. Which I am at, yeah. A character death is basically it. You don't have the spells or the resources to do much more than give them a nice funeral. But as the game progresses, certain spells allow you to conceivably keep playing, even after an event as traumatic as dying. Um, What does it specify what level you have to be able to get these spells? You simply run a d20. Oh, death saves don't have any... Yeah, that's the thing. So you normally do have a death save, but because the damage was double my hit points, he was like, you can't roll, like you're dead. Uh, Revivify. Right is a third level necromancy spell so you need a caster of fifth level or above does this make sense to you yeah it does but (laughs) (laughs) nerd well anyway that's how my week started so actually Uh, the gentle repose spell uh, right you need to be at third level so oh okay we we knew that we could do that raise dead reincarnate true resurrection (laughs) you're gonna need a third level paladin for that Right, I just well, we do I'm actually have a third level paladin. We do have a third level paladin, well, but no. sometimes it's okay to let your Bebo go. Are you a Bebo? Oh, I think that's what they're calling your character. Uh-huh. Um, just make a better one. Yeah, I think I am. I think I've I'm, I've got I've I've got some issues with mine anyway that I want to fix. I to be honest, it'd be double great. dare you to turn up next week and be like, uh, yeah, I'm coming back as the Tyrannosaurus Rex from Jurassic Park. That wouldn't and be And then have a toy like... That wouldn't be allowed. <laughs> I do have a... No, no, it's fine. I do have a pet pterodactyl in it. Yeah. Yeah. So you can have a pet pterodactyl, but you can't be a Tyrannosaurus yeah. Rex. Well, you can... You can um, what if you were from the future? If you're a druid, I think you can shapeshift into other, char- into other animals, but there are like parameters based on what level you are, what animals you can turn into. So I would presume that a Tyrannosaurus is like a large animal, so it would need to be further up the scale. You know when we're on a podcast, yes. you should just be like, yeah, that's really cool. Rah. 
Yeah, okay, fair. Anyway, so yeah, there we are. That's how my week started. Not really, because then um, people would be like, actually, you can't do that. Somewhere there's someone that's actually playing Dungeons and Dragons and like, she's talking... Complete. I'm going to tag this on so many... <laughs> people are going to suddenly gate crash. You get, do you play online? Yeah, but you, on, on Zoom, like you can't, it's not like interactive or anything like that. Don't underestimate the power of a third level <laughs> paladin. paladin. We do have a paladin on our team, but he decided to give up his faith. So. Is that like a friendly Aladdin? Uh, paladin. <laughs> it's my paladin. Oh my God, that's the worst answer. <laughs> <ever. laughs> oh my God. Oh right, no, let's go. <laughs> that's it, we're done. <laughs> Um, yeah, so my week started off pretty terribly, but it's got better as we've gone on, I think. Well, we're on Wednesday. Yeah. I think you should go all in. You remember I showed you that tattooist who made a shield for his pub? Yes. Not his pub, like the pub in the yeah. game of World. Like, I feel like you haven't invested enough in like props and set dressing. <laughs> no, we absolutely haven't, but. Do you have a Zoom background at least? No. Oh my gosh. We just have like do you even background care? music. Yes, we do care. It doesn't sound like it. I mean, we do care, but also we don't take it that seriously. You're so. in shame to the name of Leroy Jenkins right now. Well, I'm not Leroy Jenkins. Oh, well, well that's quite obvious. Well, yeah, exactly. You don't see Leroy Jenkins hiding on a tower and then getting killed by a shadow I'm not by hiding. If that was the wrong word. I am strategically placing myself. When in battle situations. In battle situations. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So that's that was, that was your week. week. Yeah, um, I've done damage limitation by basically watching back to back Stora for my whole life. I haven't watched this week's since oh, I watched this week's. Obviously, I'm like, Carrie's <clears> ill. <throat> so not the number one fan. <laughs> All I heard last night because I was watching Jimmy the Giant, who does parkour review right. videos, and there was a clip of Stora, and I just heard from the deathbed upstairs, "Are you watching?" No, I had a text. Are you watching Stora without me? <laughs> oh, oh my god! So, um, what night was it? I can't remember what night, but Carrie's like, what do you want to watch? And I was like, do you want to watch Star before bed? And he was like, no. Can I you think s- you should watch the Rooftop Culture Asia. Yeah. The, the film they made. So I've not watched that because it's the rooftop terrifying. stuff gives me anxiety. Um, but then Carrie stopped, told me to stop being a 14-year-old boy. And that, that was the end of the conversation. <laughs> He's like, I don't understand why you've suddenly got into parkour and why you pretended you were a 14-year-old boy. <laughs> I'm like, I don't I to feel be honest, like I've zoomed out like, and I've realised some things here. The, the veil has been lifted. <laughs> Gary's like, how have I bought a house for this for this child? Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, so swings and roundabouts really. Oh, you, we practised some parkour jumping. Yeah. You smashed me at it. Oh, no, I didn't. Thank you. <laughs> Walked straight into that. Well, I didn't. No, but at the time you were like, oh yeah, I'm miles ahead of you. What? On the stick it challenge. We would oh. run in and jump in. And yeah, you were like, no. yeah, I'm basically like... No, I didn't say 10 that. 10 centimetres behind you. Oh, wait. Uh, yeah, remember when you were lying? Yeah, no, I got... I re- uh, yeah, oh, sorry. No, I do remember what I was doing now. Um, I wasn't that far behind you. Uh, if it was on a wall, you'd be dead. Yeah, no, of course I would be. But I wouldn't do it on a wall because I'm not stupid. You could crane it. Look at us with the lingo. I know, I'm going to crane it so much. <laughs> I'm going to be like Captain Crane. Captain <laughs> <laughs> So, all right. Any news from the... Uh, Any news? Part of that, that's a seamless segue into Team Sports Corner. No, Sports Corner, not there Team Sports Corner. There isn't. I, I looked Is sports cancelled now? Uh, what do you mean? Why would, would, sport, why would sports be cancelled? End of season. Oh, yeah. Things are coming to an end now, aren't they? And then they trick you by just starting a new season of something else. Exactly. Um, I mean, it's just all majority football, so I just can't be bothered. But Marcus Rashford has won an award for 
giving the most money away to charity. That was a great... T- well, he's given away 20 million. Mm. It's more than his net worth. Yeah. Um, there's a great tweet when it's like true heroes and it's Marcus Rashford has given away to yes. and it's like confirmation Boris Johnson will pay for his own wedding yeah I saw this exact tweet and was like fuck what kind of fucking world do we live in but also the same world where he spends 800 pounds a week on takeaways yeah but can't afford to give children I think that's personally away. as well just that's not for his family oh it's just insane really no I, I saw that exact tweet it was actually one of my notes and then I decided to take it out because I was like it's just depressing that footballers have to step in and patch over the fucking shit that the government's caused. It's not depressing if you looked at it as, like, society. Because most of the... Like, instead of him giving 20 million, why didn't he give one and 19 other footballers give one? None of them... Like, they wouldn't even notice. Yeah, but that's not... At that level. Well, it's just that that's a fundamental failing of the government, though, isn't it? Like, a, But why are we paying footballers... Well, exactly. This isn't. This is Damn. another point that I've got an issue with. I, I feel like now it should be like, hey, if you don't act like Marcus, you get nothing. Well, like I just don't understand. Not like really. I don't. It's free, it's, I, you know, it's capitalist society. Do what you want. But also, like, how tri- do we put this down. much? It's just think how many times they get their car washed, and those people get money. You know, can't stop paying footballers because of trickle down economics. Is how it works. It's fine. We should pay them more so that we all get more money. I'm not. That's, I'm just that's not on how board with the economy it works. I'm just not on board with the whole thing with with football and footballers. I'm just no the whole I find world. It infuriating. No, it's not just that. It's, you can't blame them. It's, well, no, I can't. Don't blame hate them. the players. Hate the game. Literally. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm not. I'm not. But ha- the, I just... the whole world we live in now. They've in the pandemic where food banks have gone up, poverty has gone up. All those more billionaires have been created than ever before, mm. and net worth has gone up a staggering amount and it's public information mm. and we're all just like yeah mm. and nothing happens yeah but then when well something will happen and it's gonna be messy mm. <laughs> that's obviously not a threat <laughs> it's just yeah, it's an like, observation should i v, have you seen v for vendetta should i make a note have i seen that film have you i'm asking you what do you think the answer is gonna be no yeah exactly oh it's really good i feel like i'd actually like that film but i've just never committed time to it i just it's that thing of like oh i feel like watching a film is a waste of my time but watching four back-to-back youtube videos that are 20 minutes long isn't a waste of my time well it just depends on the film yeah well exactly but i don't want to run the risk of being like well i hated every second of that and then being like well that's an hour and a half of my life what you need is a train journey why a train journey? I'm just sitting guilt, yeah, guilt-free film time, isn't it? Mm, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but no, just book a day off. Just go on the well, train go on somewhere. A train. Just no. to watch a film. Why? No. I don't have you know. ever been on a train? Are you, what? I don't know. Have you seriously just asked me that question? Have I ever been on a train? Yes. Well, I don't Multiple know. Multiple times. Oh. Lots of times. Not like around a park. No. Not on Paris. <laughs> like a real train, public transport. Yes, I Do you have. know that, that you can just go pay and people will take you places rather than your driver? I I'm just checking. It's <laughs> <laughs> so annoying. Um, Where have you been on a train? Uh, well, once when I was in Cambodia for six months, <laughs> we used to get the train every day to this little cafe. And then when we were there, we'd have bobo tea and uh, other people. It was just like having breakfast with your friends. I think I quit. 
No, I've Did not. you know? Hey, oh. listeners, did you know that Mickey's been abroad? <laughs> yeah, but like, you say this. I've been abroad once. No, like, sorry. I meant to say she's been traveling. I was hoping you were going to count. Yeah, when, what, once for like five weeks. It doesn't even count. Don't worry. I've never really? been anywhere that's not staying in a hotel. Captain oh, Culture. La di da. No, that's what I mean. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not hip Wait, like you. Well, I wouldn't say I was hip. I went for five weeks. <laughs> First old problem. Sorry. Sorry, I can go for longer. Um, Don't yeah, worry. Well, the people you met aren't. How? <laughs> <laughs> don't understand how we've got here um trains I, yeah i've been on a tra- i've been on a train to swansea i've been on a train to <laughs> been on that's the same train i think <laughs> you're like this what yeah i've been on i've been on two train journeys there and back no i have been on a train i actually really like the train yeah and then you can just watch a film right well okay yeah. guilt free because it's just time you can't be doing anything else mm-hmm. um bring so on self-driving cars then you can just do it on your way to work yeah did I watch what? Did you watch Eurovision? No. Unsurprisingly. <laughs> Have you seen the 10 second clip of, of the guy Amanda doing... Holden basically explain? No, but that's, that is hilarious. Um, of Amanda oh, Holden. Hang on a second. Amanda Holden's on Eurovision. No, as in like, she's the one that's announcing the UK's results. Right. Well, that's even worse. Like it could, you could only make this worse now by saying James Corden was involved somewhere. No. Also, but... I like, that's the ultimate troll. Mm-hmm. all the people in the world that love friends and are really excited for this reunion thing and then they're like oh, hold on a second i've got a massive issue with this which has been drawn to my attention this what last week they hold the, the <laughs> they have advertised it like it's a friends reunion but it's just them sitting it's around. just them sitting around and remembering when they used to be on the thing i was like i yeah, feel I like thought they'd recorded a new season and they're like oh you. we recorded it last week and i was like oh so fast i thought that the whole thing was like building up to them being like oh we've done a reunion episode where we've like it's like an hour long and it's like in the future or whatever no we just sat down and discussed how great it was to be on the show i hope they just do oh do you remember that time when this happened and everyone's gonna be like yeah we watched it well that's basically it i think i'm maybe it's just an intervention for chandler because he didn't look great i mean all of them have had a severe amount of work done which if that makes you not happy. that i know he just looks like he's having a hard time with life uh, no, I, I don't actually notice that but, but yeah the, like yeah isn't it presented by i don't even know i just think that it was very misleading to make I everyone think, it, think that like there was gonna be an hour-long episode dedicated to friends and then it just turns around it's just them chatting about it that's very misleading that's like me and you being like oh we're gonna you know create a film do? and then just talk about making the film they should do it where they take them, they make a new episode like 20 years later, but they apply like all the statistics and stuff based on, you know, the the model of you take, a, if New York, where they live, was a village, mm-hmm. boil it down, how many people suffer with this disease, cancer, alcoholism, mm-hmm. you know, it's like how many people out of them and then proportion oh. it down to five. So when they come back, it's not the script writers, it's, soci- it's a true reflection of society. Oh God. That'd be yeah. good, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, I think it would be... It won't be long, so they can just CGI all that stuff anyway. Yeah, but it would be interesting to have that play out like that. Because mm. I think that would make sense to people then. You could really show them, like, oh, no, well, yeah, exactly. the reunion like, this is, is three of them. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, like, this is the reality of life, unfortunately. Well, I mean, Friends in 1994 wasn't exactly the reality of life. Like, didn't they work out how much it would cost to live in Monica's apartment? And they're like, there's no way they could have lived there. It's just stupid. Sorry to all the friends listeners out there. Well, yeah, no, but, um, yeah, no, I think that would be an interesting way to play it out. 
It's just not five of them coming back. <laughs> wait, how many? How, wait, I don't even know. Six of them. I, I'm more interested. Is it Phoebe's brother, the one that lights fires all the time? Yeah, the one that she had the babies for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, anyway, back to my original point. Um, Amanda Holden summing up in 10 seconds why everyone hates the UK. But was it just her standing quietly on the screen? No, she, she comes up and she speaks two different languages poorly. Like she just says it in a British accent. Bongiorno. And then goes, don't know which one's which. One of them's this, one of them's that. And then just goes, our results are. And then it's like, oh, cool. So in te- literally in 10 seconds, you've just summarized, like you've been like flagrantly ignorant <laughs> on that TV. There's being broadcast all throughout Europe. Like, no wonder we didn't get any points. Did we not? Like, we didn't. We didn't get a single point, I don't think. Don't we just... Are we... No, no, we're still part of Europe, the continent. We're just yeah. not part of the Well, I just think... What, what, like, right. How much money oh, do we put into being in Eurovision? Because we should just stop. I it think. brings people great happiness. No. You can go and have a party in someone's yeah, house, dress up, that, but... eat platters of food it just seems like drink. a complete stupid thing now like everyone clearly hates us and then amanda amanda holden hasn't bloody rescued it who do you think here's a question who do you think would have to represent the uk for us to win one point uh, can i just say like i'm completely checked out on this conversation no like <laughs> like who but who like I, I just hate it like who would we have to isn't there a rule where you can't have professional musicians yeah i don't really understand it to be honest like sports like you can't be a professional well, yeah, boxer you... and then go to the olympics yeah I don't, I don't know who knows um who well someone said oh well next year maybe we should <laughs> someone said oh my god uh next year can we put chris martin um the i don't know you two and someone else together as a super group and then see them give us no points and realize that it is just like a bashing of the uk and i was like is there not enough sadness in the world already without like a cold play like YouTube, YouTube super oh group. my god no not at all anyway just thought that that was interesting amanda holden just being a dick basically uh, i just but like she so consciously ignorant as well is the is like the the underlying tone of it just can't be asked like you are about to go on national tv at least rehearse the words and then know which language you've just spoken. Like, what, what? You just look like an asshole to everyone. Can't, like, get her off the TV. I'm sick of her. I don't want to see her face anymore. I'm angry about it now. How did it take you this? I thought she was, like, the most hated woman in... Amanda Holden? Yeah. Is she? Yeah, I don't know. There's been a lot of, like, bad vibes about her for a long time. I've had bad vibes from the start, but people keep tuning into things like Britain's Got Talent. Hey, do you know like a really i'm gonna give you a life hack now just ignore it stop watching tv i don't really watch tv to be honest well you seem every week to have a lot of anger about tv no it's just stuff i just saw that on social media <laughs> your impression of me is horrible <laughs> anyway i didn't even say that was an impression of you i was just choking <laughs> it was it was, <laughs> it was a deliberate impression of me anyway so yeah that's my rant over about how ignorant people are yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Fab. Should we move on to my topic? Oh, yeah. Good. Bring it. <laughs> Eurovision. 
No, I just wanted to bring dance. up that, like, don't be consciously ignorant. Like, if you're going, if you don't understand what you're talking about, put your hands up and say, I don't know what I'm doing. Don't be, I'm banging the table so much. Don't be ignorant to the point where you're like, I don't give a fuck. Because it's just rude. Like, use this in everyday life, I think. Like, if you don't understand, it's not stupid. This is actually going to lead quite well into my point that I'm going to make this week. It's not a bad thing to admit that you don't know what you're talking about and that you're, you, you don't have any knowledge. You can just say, look, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'll find out for you. I'll find out. So before I Let go live on that. TV, I'm going to rehearse and I'm going to double check with the person that told me what language I'm about to speak. Instead of going on being like, I don't fucking know. I don't think TV is going to be a thing. I, I hope, well, as long as these people continue to occupy the space, I think everyone should just not watch TV. Let's put uh, some it's people just time. It's just, it's just, it's just, like, it's just it's old people passing away. It's isn't it? It's just go and watch something and just space out. But my point is, is that being consciously ignorant is probably the worst thing that you can do. Like, just admit that you don't know. Just admit. Like, stop trying to skirt over the top of it. I feel like there's deeper issues here, but yeah, come on. All right, okay. Which brings you seamlessly well, on anyway, to... seamlessly on to my next point. No, so, uh, at the end of last week's podcast, you called me out on being, like, a passive passenger in a lot of conversations. That's fair to say, isn't it? I don't know if I called well, you no, out. I say called me out, you bought it up. <coughs> okay. <laughs> feel a little seen here. Okay. Oh, my God. No, not I'm not saying it's a bad You're literally thing. banging the table being like, you called me no. out. Right, can I just say I've stopped banging the table now, I've stopped talking about Amanda Holden. No, I no, I'm called called me out is the wrong word. She's she's reaching for an arrow. <laughs> is this a battle situation? Yeah, it's a battle about- situation. I'm gonna go up to a high vantage point. Well don't worry, because uh I know a couple of shadow monsters. Yeah, if I can decapitate me now. <laughs> um so oh, I've lost my train of thought. Yeah, so anyway, then the universe aligned and ended up giving me a talk to listen to on the next day that I was like, oh, I'm going to talk, I'm going to listen to it. Because it was about how you shouldn't just be passive in conversations and that you should use your voice, which is the whole point of the reason why we set all this up. Which is on Clubhouse, which is now open to Android listeners Shut up, it's on Android. Oh, okay. Yeah, so now you can all go on Clubhouse. Oh, that's good. Anyway, so the talk was around about like... um, using your voice and the idea so Sham Mark Shaler who has this idea of there has to be you could probably pinpoint the point where you got scared of speaking out at the, to something that's happened in your life so he talks about it could be a person or it could be like a situation something like that and then I was like oh so I wonder what mine was like there has to be a point where I was like oh, I'm, I'm not gonna say anything and then I was like oh it's definitely because of school and the idea of like so my fear of speaking out I think is like underpinned by an intense level like an intense fear of looking stupid so like my number one pet peeve in life is either being called stupid or calling other people stupid or making people feel like they're like they're thick basically because i don't believe that everyone like if you don't have any gcses that doesn't make you thick it just means that you're you got different the way that you think is aligned to different things and like when you talk about careers that are considered unskilled work like you have to have so many skills to be able to do them so i just think it's a stupid thing anyway so i was like i think my fear of uh well the reason why i lend myself to being a passive 
like listener and all these things is because I have an intense fear sometimes of saying something and then someone being like oh my god why would you say such a stupid thing and then I'm like oh that must definitely stem from being in school and the idea of being like oh if I say the wrong answer there's like 28 other people in this classroom that's gonna be like you're an idiot so I was like thinking about that and then the idea that like I think so I know that my imposter syndrome is caused by that fear of looking stupid. And then I was like, but then there are other people on the flip side who have the opposite of imposter syndrome. So what the, like, what happened there? Like, how do, like, how do their experiences differ to mean that they are happy to like interrupt any sort of silence or any sort of conversation to be like, I have a thought on this, even if they're not qualified to. And I'm like, oh, I wish sometimes I was a bit more... What's that? Did we come up with a word of... What was the opposite to imposter syndrome? Did we ever come up with that? I don't well, think we no, did. No, just imposters. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're, you're actually an imposter. It's not a syndrome. It's, you're yeah, not. but they, like, thrive off that idea of being an imposter. And, like, I think that was what, you know, the when, we, when we've gone in on, like, social media influencers before, and the idea that half the time, like, our rage about them is fueled by the fact that they are imposters in the space that they are in, they've just learned a tiny bit of knowledge that they're going to keep throwing at someone. But there are other people that are way more qualified, but for some reason don't speak up. Hmm. So anyway, that was my thought. It was a bit of an epiphany, actually, that I had this last week. Interesting. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, I didn't go to school that long ago. And like school's now all about like growth mindset. And I was like, well, if I've... <laughs> yeah, exactly, like if, Apart from the fact then they don't build the model around that. Well, exactly. and like They if just talk I, about growth mindset and then live and exist in a thing which is like finite boundaries yeah, to, your, exactly. to the measure of your success and like I don't think that my school experiences will differ that much to like well I mean if PE provision is anything to go by my experiences of school will not differ vastly same like your experiences of school definitely don't differ from mine and then you know it's like no even when like they switch to color it yeah was exactly same thing just yeah Exactly. When you don't have to like hold up signs because it was a yeah. silent film. It, like I, I missed the chalk and slate, but yeah, yeah, exactly. But like I, so I don't know. It's just a, it was just a, an epiphany that I had that was like interesting. Well, this idea of like growth, like the I don't know. I just have this. I am I am almost sometimes like crippled by the fear of being like if I say this now, and I know as well. This is like comes down to why I get really nervous about trying new skills as well you know when you're like in the gym and you're like do this thing and then I'm like I don't think I can I know that my first barrier to it is like if I don't do it I look stupid not the fact that I'm like oh if I do it I might hurt myself does that make sense yeah so where do you put me on that spectrum what do you mean <laughs> wait where what's but what are we talking from like imposter to imposter syndrome well just in general no see you're you're like an anomaly in this because I don't think you have the fear of looking stupid, but I think you suffer a, like from imposter syndrome a lot. Does that make sense? Yeah. But I just, so I think your imposter syndrome is driven by something different to mine. Hmm. What do you think? It's not for me to think, is it? But it's your fucking imposter syndrome. Well, why do you think? So what's the what's the common factor here? If we feel if we have the same fears, mm. well, it, no, it's not fears, isn't it? Like why? Like would you say I'm more prepared to look stupid than you then? Yeah, yeah. 
but then half the time that works out is then you don't look stupid i look stupid i look more stupid for not doing the thing it, but i don't know it's interesting isn't it because if i do something and fall or fail at it people love to be like oh my god mm. you you found yeah. you didn't do that and it but the problem is is that i give off the thing of this is quite deep I, I suppose I give off the vibe of like, oh, it doesn't matter. You can merciless. I, I mercilessly mock people, but mm. not in a, people do it to me in a different way. Mm. I feel like there's quite a lot of venom. <laughs> like if not mm. in a, like the, the way people will come at me if I mess up, they would never do to other people. No, I've noticed this as well. Like when you've told me like, stories i'm like there is definitely like me and you could say the same thing and like like let's say for example it's completely wrong i think someone would approach me very different than they would you but i don't know whether that's because i'm i come across as like someone that is super sensitive as opposed to you who i think gives off the thing of like you're like i feel like you give off the air of being like oh, i'm quite confident in knowing who I am and like who my friends are so it doesn't matter like even if you were I know that I could probably say something really mean to you and then five minutes later you'd be like I know you're still my friend so it's fine Mm. whereas I think with me I think people are always like if I make a cry she may never speak to me again but I think that's that's the thing is letting people I don't know I think people fall into the trap of thinking that confident people or people who handle stuff don't don't feel the same don't have Mm. the same feelings like oh it's easy for you because you don't get upset about that stuff Mm. which is not necessarily true no not at all it's just i mean i'm old (laughs) no i am and i you you, i guess you just learn to I, i don't just say like all the cliches I say without trying to like actively mm. believe in them. So like the idea of um, if I, if you want, if you truly believe that people should like be authentic, speak their truth, then you have to do it. Yeah. It's, you know, it's everything we say. It's like show, don't tell, you know, like yeah. no one's listening to what you're saying. They're looking at your actions. But the idea of failing is like it's a huge like constant source of like fear and in imposter syndrome but with growth mindset i think what's missing is the idea of like you should be put into situations where you are almost like go it should be impossible for you to succeed Mm. to get comfortable with that idea because it's not it's not the fear of failure it's society's reaction to it yeah exactly so i listened to an interesting thing that they were saying this comes from like like fear of public speaking is because the only time you would be publicly speaking in our genetic history would be if you were like on trial oh that's really interesting within your tribe Mm -hmm. so it 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 comes with a sense of innate like deep bred yeah i think that makes complete sense yeah like you like as an evolutionary like thing Mm. that you know that it's almost like you're publicly speaking to defend yourself but with most stuff is i think it's just um can link it back to stara so when they callum who did the big roof gap in rooftop culture Mm. so this person runs along a wall on top of a skyscraper basically and leaps the most ridiculous like roof to roof and lands 
it looks like really close to him yeah. dying, but it's perfect. But he does a really good post where he breaks it all down and explains how it's completely calculated. Even the, the consequences are massive, but the risk is very low. Mm. Like it wasn't like, I wonder if I can do this. Um, and I think people who climb like dangerous high climbs, like it's not risk, it's not um, unthought out. You just inoculate yourself to those fears. Yeah. But I think... I, I always aspire to be like Silent Bob. The dream would be like, I say 1% of what I actually say. Mm. And it's always really profound, but I'm never mm. going to be that person. But that's yeah. what I'm trying to get to slowly is like, just say I, but I think with all of this stuff, it becomes easier the more you, if you, if you want peace, prepare for war. Like, I guess you have to, like, if you want to be, refi- you, you've got to get used to saying stuff and making mistakes and, being humble about it mm. and it's really hard yeah i guess my but my reaction i think speaks volumes more about who i have surrounded myself with in the past than mm. like the like before when i was at school and stuff i don't think i was fully comfortable in who i was and who i was hanging around with so then the fear of looking stupid in front of them and, then, way and knowing their reaction is yeah it's way more consequential than now when i'm like oh cool like I have surrounded myself with people that I've like, pro- like quite carefully like curated now and then been like, oh, I, I know that their reaction isn't going to be one of like, oh, you are really stupid. Mm. But there are certain people in my life now where I have to like call them out and be like, you can't say that because you're, you're making someone feel stupid. Like the people that are quite close to me that I'm like, look, you, what you're saying is like, is probably like the number one thing that I hate on this earth. Like don't make people feel stupid because they're not, they don't think like you. Like this is what makes the world an amazing place is that everyone thinks slightly differently. And if people didn't think outside the box, we wouldn't have some of the best things we have Hmm. like on this planet. But. And most people have an opinion for a reason, like they've, they've come to that conclusion. Mm. So you, it just helps if you, take the time to think why they think that way not just react to what they're saying yeah but it's really challenging yeah it's really challenging i think this is something we should explore in more depth what the this whole topic this whole topic mm. i think it is really interesting in terms of like what impot you know imposter syndrome versus i think as well people that are fearless about talking mm. not in a not the people who are fearless and really good at it um but you know those people that are you're like you're completely fake this is ridiculous i just think they're not in situations where people ever call them out well exactly and if they do yeah. get called out they're surrounded by people that are like ah whatever just ignore those well, they've, people it's like going back to what i just said they've carefully curated an environment around an them. echo chamber and of what like, we said like last week when i was like i think it is equally problematic when you surround yourself with people who are um I saw this again this week, but like toxic positivity in terms of like, they're that level to you where you can't see, like, even if you said something horrific, they would be like, oh yeah, I, I kind of agree with what you're saying because I can, I can, I'm only your friend in a positive capacity. Like I would never call you out and say, well, actually you, there's a learning opportunity here or I don't well, agree with what you it, say. Like it's, it's just superficial mm, level yeah. interactions, which is some people just need that in their life. Mm. But you're but, right. I think those people that, aren't scared or come across as not fearful or who just spout bullshit on the internet like their closest circle of people are going to be people that will it's, agree it's with. the mutual appreciation society yeah 
we'll all just ignore anything wrong and just yeah keep going Mm -hmm. and you see it at like high levels where you see uh celebrities and their life is just unraveling you're like where are your friends yeah and then like, oh yeah you don't have any that's right yeah exactly but that happens on much lower levels as well yeah i think so too but like i just think we people aren't sleepwalking but i know i'm a punisher when it comes to like i just love talking like oh let's let's just like tear this you know get mm. really into and there's not not in like a oh, i just love deep conversations and everyone else it's not that it's mm. just too much yeah but you only got x amount of conversations exactly left. yeah and if you did that it, it applies all the time but if you took people in your life not people you see every day but people that you care about or that you see you know you could be down to like a hundred times seeing someone if you were to mm. take like the last five years, think about some like influential people in your life and you're like, oh, I've, I see them three times a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so you, you want to make every conversation have some form of like lasting impact, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And if it's not, you know, like I love the theory, like I'm, I'm always like, you should start a podcast. Mm. And people are like, oh no, I've got nothing to say. I'm Everyone like, has something to say. But, it, but the element of like, then why are you talking ever? Yeah. Why are you ever talking? yeah if you're if it's not worthy of like documenting and sharing with people not coming like everything Mm -hmm. i say is with but it doesn't have to be profound it's just interesting yeah i think so too and like we've said it before like your experiences and the things you've been through will infinitely help someone 100 else like even if that's and you're never like you've already done it without knowing like people have already done it without knowing on like the most mundane things Hmm. exactly but yeah, I, I don't know. I guess this brings us back full circle to like the time is finite thing. And of, everyone you love is going yeah. to Yeah, but if you've only got like, I don't know, X amount of conversations left with someone in your family, then you don't want all of those conversations to be centered around the superficial. I mean, there's a time and a place for superficial conversations. Yeah, I've had some big waves of this recently. Have you? Yeah, massively. What, like the deep conversation thing and superficial conversation? And ju- well, just the fact that like time is accelerating away from mm. me and you just think it's on you. You just, you can either go and you can visualize like, oh, I'm going to spend more time with my parents. Mm. Like learn the lessons from the people around you. Mm. So uh, where I used to work, there's a young father. I mean, he's in his, he's not like 20, but he's worked as a paramedic for years. Um, does St. John's did all our first aid training. Couldn't ask for a nicer guy. Turns up, supports everything. Um, and he's just found out he's got terminal cancer. Fuck. And they've, they've raised like 20,000 pounds so he can marry his wife before oh, he passes God. away. But you know, you just like, he's got children. Yeah. It, he's done it, everything good and like mm-hmm. you just don't know but mm-hmm. we live as if well like so on that topic i overheard a conversation in the in the gym this morning and it's a three-monthly cycle of being like like what's what's going to happen in the next three months like is this the last three months before we get terrible news and you're like fuck like imagine living your life being like so three i have three months but why don't you well exactly like why do we wait until it's like the end point where you're like no like it's caps now because the, i think the whole thing is set up to make you think that you can't 
mm. like giving permission to live these yeah bold kind of happy fulfilled lives and people are talking about purpose your purpose doesn't have to be inventing something really big or to, it's just expressing yourself and like living to you know you kind of want to like ring out the towel of yeah. like what you the opportunities and the time you've got not just sleepwalk through it all and then be sad yeah exactly <clears throat> and i'm sure some people are like no i'll be happy i you know i've got everything i want but i mean come on well like people are like i've heard people say oh you know i just want to i just want a simple life like i just want to yeah well that's fine but, but then that's... also i'm like but then they'll say something that comes next so i'm like that well you don't part... just want yeah. a simple life because you've just said something that follows up with but i want to see amazing places or, so yeah or you want like it's just if your life is just about like having like good friends and family like then go all in on that yeah and Enjoy then make like, your purpose like having meaningful conversations yeah, ca- with the don't people waste that you time yeah. with other stuff and document it and be able to share it and yeah mm. i think i completely agree like you like you said like your purpose isn't a profound thing of like i'm gonna fix climate change by 2025 but if everyone lived a more authentic life then yeah it would fix exactly yeah yeah it's really but it's hard it's hard to tell people but and we forget it's some sort of like survival thing mm. have you seen just this reminds me of the dog video yeah. uh if you you should test it so they've got dogs that have taken food off the floor so you put a bowl of stuff on the floor yeah. dog picks before they eat it it's like in their mouth and then they get a soft toy and they put the toy to pretend to eat it and then they make the dog the toy die and mm. every single one of the dogs goes and spits no out, yeah, spits out the it's so funny oh my god but we're just the same yeah we are and everyone has these things of like now all these people involved in this fantastic effort to fundraise and make this wedding like the most special mm-hmm. event ever will then not they'll be all involved in this and like g but then they'll go make really poor decisions for themselves yeah exactly that's not like i just mean like that's mm-hmm. human nature yeah but why not treat every occasion like your fucking wedding day mm. like steve edge exactly like why not treat every day being like i'm gonna get dressed up if you dress for the party the party will come to you exactly but in terms of and that links back to for me the idea of putting myself out there is coming to terms with like i think i was bullied quite a lot Mm. but on the flip side i had really i'm super lucky you know i'm not I also had really good friends and had a good experience. So it was just balancing out the two and the idea of if you just stop caring about that or not stop caring, but if you don't, if you know you're like what what's real, if I mm. know that I don't really judge people on that, then I know they're not really judging me on my, like I don't put any thought or care into my appearance anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I look like a homeless man. I was man. like, yeah, but I didn't But I used there. to, I used to care a lot. Mm. And it was maybe no happier. No. So I have this, like, in the last, like, two years, I think I've... Everyone jokes and says I dress like a 14-year-old boy. But I was like, I've always just wanted to dress like this. But there's other things that I've I've been like, oh, I have to wear X, Y, and Z, like, when I'm going out. Because that's what everyone else is wearing. And if I don't wear it, I won't fit in and blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like... Think how many people are doing that. But, like, yeah, exactly. And then now I'm like, fuck, I've wasted so much of my life just being uncomfortable. And now I'm like, okay, like... But because I think I've pinpointed and why... And if, if you love getting dressed up, awesome. Yeah, Do I completely that, but... agree. We actually had a conversation yesterday where someone was like, 
um oh, I found, found my wedding dress, but I feel really uncomfortable. Like she was like, um, not uncomfortable. She was like, but you know, you never really see yourself in a dress, do you? So the idea of you being in this like amazing dress is really unfamiliar. And I think she was like, that's why I feel uncomfortable about it. It's because I don't have never worn like a gown before. And I was like, I know a lot of girls whose life has just been waiting to put on the wedding dress. And then being like, I could have imagined them in a wedding dress just going out to eat, you know? So for some people, like, getting dressed up is what they need in life and they love it. And I think, yeah, like, fair play. Do that every day. If you want to wear, like, lipstick to go put, like, go to the shop, if that makes you feel good about yourself, then do it. Like, don't care what anyone else thinks. But at the same time, then don't make someone feel bad for not wanting to put their hair in rollers or, you know? But anyway, my point of the conversation I was going to flip back to was like the idea of trying to like pinpoint why, like think about why you like worried to speak up or like to share your voice. And then I think if you can pinpoint that to something that's happened recently, then you should definitely check in with your life. But you, you, it's also completely able, you're able to change it. Exactly. You know, like if... Like, I think the examples that Mark Shaley uses are things like your boss. Like, have you had a boss in the past that made you feel that way? And you're like, well, if it's your current boss, then it, it's, I'm just saying it flippantly, but you can just leave your job. You can go seek work elsewhere, you know, like finding. And if it is like someone really close to you in your life that has literally disempowered you to say how you feel for whatever reason, then you should probably try and remove that person from your life because no one should silence you but that's the hard thing mm. people like you don't have to cut people out of your life but you have like it's i think it's about curate your like curate stuff mm. and know that it's okay to still be still have people in your life that but if they're not if it you're not beholden to anyone no exactly like you are so in charge of it on own. that note mick uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right on that note let's you're get off. to weezer fuck off oh also um mm-hmm. anything on dinosaurs paleontology corner slow week no nothing paleontology wise just i am just all in on nature's metal and yeah and Okay. That's pretty much it. I've, had a, I've not really listened to a lot of music, but... Okay. Well, no, I, neither have I, because I actually started listening to the Critical Role podcast, so they're like four hours long yeah. each, so that's going to yeah, a lot but, of my time. And it's just been not... My life has not been... It would be very self-indulgent to inflict my music, because I'm always with someone at the But moment. what Touche Amore song have you been listening to this week? So on that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this week I've been listening to the album part in the seas you know when you say which is just incredible can i ask a question you know when you say like when are you listening when you say oh like what touche more you listen to are you listening to like one specific song on repeat or are you no, listening no. to like full albums like i try and listen to albums oh, right, okay. they, uh, so put a pen in this listen to a really interesting thing about the music industry and people writing music for tiktok yes and, it'd be, and it be and it's just so different to like the experience of an album so i'd love to no i actually picture. um I've my TikTok algorithm now gives me a lot of I'm I don't yeah I enjoyed the one you no, sent me um, no but as in like it gives me a lot of ones about the music industry now and I have some really interesting ones so like um so I've been listening to so I decided to die back into Paramore this week I really like Paramore and then I was like it's because 
I watched a TikTok that compares that song that Carrie played by Olivia Rodrigo. Rodriguez, yeah. It compares that song to um, Paramore. Right. And it's the exact same chord structure and build up as... Um, fuck's sake. Misery I, Business? Yeah, as that song. So they're like, you can't hear that song. If you have listened to Paramore, you can't hear that song without going straight into like thinking of that song. So anyway, I was like, oh, that's why yeah. I can't stop listening to that. Anyway. Okay. So the Weezer playlist, <sighs> one song off every album after Pinkerton. Should I just get my rant out of the way with? No, no. Let's no so okay. Let's go. Let's go. Let's green go. album. Huh? A song off the green album. So it's the first album after the blue album. Oh, after Pinkerton, sorry. Oh, right. The one with hash pipe and stuff on it. Oh, for God's sake, I don't have that one down. Okay, so I picked Simple Pages. Oh, oh I didn't do this one. Oh, my God. I would have Island in the Sun, though. Because of the video? Yeah. Okay, so Maladroit's next. Okay. <laughs> what did you go for? Is Maladroit the one with the weird front room? Yeah, the one that looks like um, the cover of a ladybird. Keep book. fishing. Whoa, I went for slob. Okay. Make Believe. Right. Don't even know which one this is. Is it the one where they're like, <laughs> there's four. <sighs> so on. I've done it in order. I don't even know which one Make Believe is. Uh, this is a good start. We, all, we don't know. <laughs> is it, may, it the black? black yeah, black one. There are four of them and it's like a grey. Oh, Beverly Hills. I did Beverly Hills too. It, the rest of it is gash. Yeah, <laughs> so bad. Okay, next up we've got the Red Album. Yeah. What did you go for? Troublemaker. Pork and beans. Uh, so I went for troublemakers. I thought you were going to go for pork and beans. So I was like, I'm going to uh, go pork for Pork and beans is incredible. I don't think there's a week that goes by. I don't have like, I'm going to do the thing. No way. And the video, so good. It's got the uh, trouble. It's all internet memes. Oh, cool. But reenacting their memes in the video in real life. Oh, amazing. I'm going to watch that The later, chocolate then. rain guys in it. The, uh, it's so well, good. Well, I've definitely seen this. Yeah, okay. I'm going to watch it. But I chose Troublemaker because I thought you were going to choose Pork and Beans and because this that song will get stuck in my head for days. Ratitude. Okay. I went for Let It All Hang Out. Oh, if you're wondering if I want you to. Okay. Girl. It's a really good song. The rest of the albums, mm. it exists. Debatable. Right. Hurley. Ruling Me. Yeah, me too. No way. <laughs> yes. Okay. Everything will be all right in the end. Did not know this exa this ex existed. This album. Is this the one with the big monster on the front? Yeah, I've had it up to here. Back to the shack. Oh, I almost picked back to the shack because I liked the rhyming in it. Uh, this the white one album. Right, guess which song I picked. Summer Elaine and Drunk Dory. No, that's my one. I, I but I I listened to that album loads. I right. thought this was like they've done it. They've come back. Oh, okay. I, re I, th I rate this album really highly okay. california kids so i was actually really happy that this one was slotted in between these ones because i was like this is i was out dead. until this album um, i went for thank god for girls this yeah yeah the i think the album's absolutely yeah, it's, awesome it's, it's much like considering that we go from like don't the, even i didn't even know the, the album one, existed yeah, yeah i was like oh, fuck i'm really scraping the barrel here Okay, then we're on to my least favourite Pacific of, Daydream. Of all the albums. Which one is this? Is the one in space? Yeah. Ugh, I Honest didn't, to I've God. Never, didn't know it I existed. Was, no, I was angry about this one. I even texted you being like, I don't want to pick one. I'm angry that this one exists. What did you pick? So I went for any friend of Diane's oh, because I was like... Like the name. Yeah. Ah, oh, Mexican Fender. Oh, okay. It was okay. Yeah, it was all right. All right then, yeah. The Teal album. I was crushed by this. I... 
I just feel so let down by them. I listened to it and I was like, oh, it's really good. But imagine Blue Album Weezer covering those songs. Yeah. They just do a version of the songs. It's not a cover. goes back to the point I made before. Newfound Glory have the best cover albums of all time. You cannot get anywhere near that. And you're right. I think they just play the songs in the exact same way. But I went for Africa because I do love Africa and it sounds exactly like that. But they do another Toto song. They yeah. do, which is on the single. That's even better. That's like, they do Rosanna. Oh right. Um, we missed an album, the Black Album. Okay, that's oh, just I haven't got well, no, all what, these. What did you get? What did you do for the Teal album? Africa. Oh right, okay. Um, which is the one with the? Hang on. Then there's the Black Album. Then Death there's to False okay Metal. Okay, Human. Yeah, that, that's the brand new one, isn't there? No, then there's one called Van Weezer. You've got three. Oh, left. compilation albums. Oh, Death to False that. Metal. I did that one. Oh, I didn't do that. The Black Album. I just I went with it. I'm just being honest on the Black Album. I think I just got sad and gave up at that point. Okay, fair. Well, I'll carry on. Then OK Human, I put Beard with a Broken Wing. But again, I was just sick of that one. Um, and then the new album, I like I put have you listened to the new album? I listened to that one song. Yeah, so I put I I need some of that because I yeah. But I think that I like I yeah, fucking love that song. I put that on repeat for like a whole week. Anyway, it was a weird one. It was like there were points where I was like, "This is really fun to do," and then there were points where I was like, Just "I made me can't, angry and sad I can't." At life. But like, I don't understand how you can go from. I, but like, if you look at their discography, this yeah, that's right. Um, they release an album like every single year after like two thousand, I think, and I'm like just don't do that just wait because like i think they released like an early 90s like the first one is it like yeah 94 94, yeah peak year and then i'm like then you left it to 2000 and then we're like right we've got so fucking much so it's one every year no they had they did pinkerton and he had a meltdown all right okay Uh, and it bombed but it was really honest. They did it all themselves and it's amazing. Right. And he was like, oh, I just feel super embarrassed. I had a, I shouldn't have poured out my heart and all this thing. And then they've tried to go back and they made the green album, which is the antithesis of it. Really poppy. And it, then it just got, right, but okay. Pinkerton is now a cult, cult album. People right, love yeah. it. So, well, yeah. Anyway, I just, it was an interesting experience. You listen to anything else? Um, no, the Wombats have a new song out, a new single out. Oh, yeah. So Yeah. Um, but other than that, no, not really. I've it's been a lot of podcasts. I've got a lot of podcasts to catch up on, and by that I mean just a lot of true crime to listen to. So I've been trying. I to pop do the new one, that song over the end of it. <laughs> it's never gonna get off. <laughs> I I might start a Kickstarter to see if they will cover it. Don't you fucking dare! <laughs> I reckon. How much can it cost to get the one to do a song? Dare. Are they on Cameo? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I tell you who will be on Cameo. What? The Hoosie has a death. No! Hey, Mickey, happy birthday. Can you not? Do-do. I don't yeah. care. No. Okay. I don't know. Anyway. Oh, there we go. So that's this week. Thanks for chatting. Yeah. Hope you're all, out, all right out there on the internet. If you've got any suggestions on topics you'd like us to cover, send them in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we appreciate your time because remember... Time is finite. And everyone you love is going to die. Live. Laugh. Love. You always say that with like... (laughs) Such a...